0: welcome to Mana for breakfast the daily bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the word of god from genesis to revelation in one year grab a cup of coffee and your bible and join us as we journey together through god's word good morning everyone welcome back it's nice to have you guys together again this is the sunday edition which you're probably picking up on a Monday, but we thank you. This is our shorter version as we are busy getting ready for Sunday um, and worshiping the Lord together there. But hopefully you can pick this up before you get to church and spending a little bit of time in the Word. This morning we are in Psalm 113, 114, and 115, as well as 1 Thessalonians 3. So please find your Bibles. Open them up. Take the swords out of the sheath, so to speak, and let's ask the Lord to bless this time. Father, thank you for blessing us. Thank you for everything that you've done this week. Thank you for the opportunity that we have or have just had worshiping you at church, being a part of your fellowship, God. Continue, God, to use us, build us up, and make us more like you. In Jesus' name. The Lord exalts the humble, Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above the nations. His glory is above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who is enthroned on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, the princes of his people, to make the barren woman abide in the house as a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. Psalm 114. When Israel went forth from Egypt, the house of Jacob, from a people of a strange language, Judah became his sanctuary, Israel his dominion. The sea looked and fled. The Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the hills like lambs. What ails you, O sea, that you flee? O Jordan, that you turn back. O mountains, that you skip like rams. O hills, like lambs. Tremble, O earth, before the Lord, before the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool of water and flint into a mountain of water. Psalm 115. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name. Give glory because of your loving kindness, because of your truth. Why should the nations say, Where now? Is their God. But our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they cannot speak. They have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear. They have noses, but they cannot smell. They have hands, but they cannot feel. They have feet, but they cannot walk. They cannot make sound with their throat. Those who make them will become like them, everyone who trusts in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has been mindful of us, he will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, the small together with the great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed of the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any go Down into silence. But as for us, we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore praise the Lord. So, the the recurrent theme, as I mentioned yesterday, of these psalmists is this one of gratefulness for all God has done for them, knowing that they are sinners, knowing that they don't deserve it, and knowing that in their rebellion God has reproved them and even though they have been so bad God continues to come back and does good things for them and they realize that 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 the best best way to live is to live humble before the Lord and those who humble themselves God lifts them up and there's this recognition of God is God over everything he is enthroned on high he is over all the heavens He's high above the nations. He has control over the nations and the earth. And yet, because of that, he can deliver those who have come before him. Actually, you should say even more than that. He delivers Israel. He even says in that next Psalm in 114, just out of his own love for them, not when they even had done anything good, he still delivered them. And he's so powerful, he can cause the mountains to quake. He can cause them to the rivers to fear and if, if they had the ability to have human emotions, they would flee or cower or change and do whatever because they understand the power of God. So it's, it's a way to get us to realize how powerful he is. And his power is all directed at bringing us into a relationship with him. The earth and the heavens were created, and he controls them, but he gave us the earth so that we could have a platform, a place of which we could develop a relationship with him. It's mind-blowing. It's absolutely mind-blowing when we read through these and understand the implications. All right, chapter 3 of First Thessalonians. Encouragement of Timothy's visit. Therefore, when we could endure it no longer, we thought it best to be left behind at Athens alone. And we sent Timothy, our brother and God's fellow worker, in the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you as to your faith so that no one would be disturbed by these afflictions, for you yourselves know that we have been destined for this. For indeed, when we were with you, we kept telling you in advance that we were going to suffer affliction, and so it came to pass. As you know, for this reason, when I could endure it no longer, I also went to find out about your faith, for fear that the tempter might have tempted you, and our labor would be in vain." But now that Timothy has come to us from you and has brought us good news of your faith and love and that you always think kindly of us, longing to see us just as we also long to see you. For this reason, brethren, in all our distress and affliction, we are comforted about you through your faith. For now we really love. If you stand firm in the Lord, for what thanks can we render to God for you in return for all the joy with which we rejoice before our God for your account? as we night and day keep praying most earnestly that we may see your face and may complete what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God, the Father himself, and Jesus our Lord direct our way to you. And may the Lord cause you to increase and abound in love for one another and for all people just as we also do for you, so that he may establish your hearts without blame in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all His saints, most of the time we get the the picture here explained to us how again Paul was being persecuted by these Jews and hounded and being maligned, and all this is true. And these these believers in Thessalonica were getting a wrong impression of Paul and and getting the wrong story about really what the 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 whole deal with the resurrection and also the rapture, of the church was about. And Paul's motives. So he defends himself and he defends his ministry. And now he gets the word back from Timothy that Timothy's come back and says, hey, Paul, Paul, guess what? They didn't buy it. They didn't buy all the garbage they said about you. They love you. You brought the word of God, the word of life to them and they received it as coming directly from God because it is from God. You brought the message and they're rejoicing in you. And Paul is so relieved. And let me say that I'm on the, the minuscule flea level of insignificance compared to Paul's ministry. Paul's ministry was anointed in the most amazing way for the entire church, for the entire world, for all time. But all of us who are pastors that are blessed to have any anybody in the church that gets it, that receives the word, and stays faithful, and maintains that positive attitude towards the pastor he goes, hey, you know what? He's just the messenger that just served up a delicious meal of the word of God. And those people that maintain that heart of love and communion for their pastor are precious. Now Paul says, Man, you guys are our joy. You are the reason why we're willing to go through any of this persecution stuff. You are the crown jewel for our ministry because you see the word is not coming from us. You see it coming from God. You're standing firm. You yourself have been persecuted. These guys were already getting persecution. Imagine this, just after receiving the Lord. And you still maintain an attitude and a heart of love for us and fellowship in us. That is so encouraging. Paul needed that. He was human. He needed that. And it built him up and it strengthened him. And this is one of the the great blessings of having a wonderful church with people in it. And most of you guys listening, you are those people that keep me encouraged and keep others in the ministry encouraged to, to keep going on. Because you can feel, at times, <laughs> beat down when everybody's criticizing everything you do. And you feel, you know, and you, we've got our own sin issues or at least potential sin issues dealing with feeling kind of beat up like Paul had, at times, and David at times. So it's, it's just nice. It's always nice to encourage one another in the word. Okay. Now Charles Spurgeon, speaking of getting encouraged, this is the man that uh, is constantly encouraging me for sure. July 30th, Charles Spurgeon I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice. John sixteen twenty two. Surely he will come a second time. And then when he sees us, and we see him, there will be a rejoicing indeed. Oh, for that joyous return. But this promise is being daily fulfilled in another sense. Our gracious Lord has many agains in his dealings with us, He gives us pardon, and he sees us again and repeats the absolving word as fresh sins cause us to grieve. He has revealed to us our acceptance before God. And when our faith in that blessing grows a little dim, he comes to us again and again and says, Peace be unto you, and our hearts are glad. Beloved, all our past mercies are tokens of future mercies. If Jesus has been with us, he will be with us again. Look upon no former favor as a dead and buried thing to be mourned over, but regard it as a seed sown which will grow and push its head up from the dust and cry, I will see you again. Are the times dark because Jesus is not with us as he used to be? Let us pluck up encouragement, for he will not be long away. His feet are those of a roe or young heart, and they will soon bring him to us. Wherefore, let us begin to be joyous, since he saith, even now, I will see you again. Well, Father, we thank you for that encouragement. We thank you for the blessing of of the assurance that we know you're coming again and that you will see us again. And it's interesting, you have always seen us. and You still see us. But we know we're going to see you physically, face-to-face. Of that day, God, not one of us can even imagine. We can try, and we do try, and we should try, but none of us can imagine the overwhelming sense of, of love and gratefulness and unworthiness we're going to feel. We're only going to be able to stand by the power of your spirit. We will collapse in your presence because we're just going to be overwhelmed by your love. So thank you for that. Thank you for what you will do and are planning on doing and help us hold on to that to make us more like you this day and to follow you the way you want us to and not get off track and not fall into rebellion. So thank you, Father. Continue to bless us in the church. Help us to love one another. Help us to not murmur. Help us to receive your word as directly as it's coming from you. And help pastors to share it accurately. As though people's lives depend on it because they do. So thank you for a beautiful day, God. And we give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that will do it, guys. Thank you. We will see you again tomorrow as we pick it up live, Matter for Breakfast. If you want to join us, calvarypv.com. We're on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, and and Facebook. And please subscribe. You know how that helps. And do everything. (laughs) Give it a like as well as in the podcast. So we'll see you again. Bye-bye.